Welcome back to In the Know. And welcome to a new school year. I'm Luke Diamond. And I'm Tiffany Bowie. Hey, Luke. Hey. Did you know that we have a new reporter? I do. I hired her. Kendall, can you please introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Kendall Van Horn, and I'm a senior studying journalism here at the U. And Kendall is going to be reporting a lot of awesome stories for us this year. Kendall, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, when I want to grow up, I guess I just want to be kind of like a crime reporter. I want to do investigative journalism, and I mean, podcasting is pretty much right where I want to go. So if y'all commit crimes, listeners, we're putting Kendall on your story. Oh yeah, I'll find you. Don't think you can hide from me. <laughs> Speaking of stories, shall we jump into our first one of the school year? Let's do it. Our first story of the school year starts in Dinkytown. Big landscape-altering changes could result in the closure of some well-loved businesses by mid-2020. So development would be replacing the McDonald's, the Dinkytown Wine and Spirits, Pagoda, um, the old Himalayan building, and Five Guys. This is Caitlin Anderson. She covers business and housing for the Daily. The development she's talking about is a proposal for a high-rise apartment in the middle of Dinkytown. Um, it would probably be somewhere around 16 to 25 stories. So it basically would just loom over everything in Dinkytown. Yeah, it, it would. For comparison, that's more than twice as many stories as the venue. Do we really, like, need another apartment building? I mean, I just feel like there's so many. Like, how are these developers justifying this one? They really want to come to Dinkytown because they think that the amount of students warrants uh, more apartment spaces and more more units for them to live in. Um, it's really, for, for the developer, a case of supply and demand. Does the community buy that? Like, like what do the community leaders in Dinkytown think about that? Well, the Marcy Homes Neighborhood Association told Caitlin they support the development. They're a group of neighbors representing Marcy Homes, which encompasses Dinkytown, and they're developers first stop when they're trying to drum up community support. But for the students Caitlin talked to, they were more worried about if rent would be affordable. Even with more more apartments, more units to move into, if the rent amount is still the same, then there's really no point for them to have more choices if there's still not that much variety in, in them being able to afford places to live. In the meantime, students will still be able to get their beer and burgers and fries in Dinkytown. But we know that as students, the McDonald's on 15th Avenue Southeast isn't about the food. It's about the experience. It's about the reputation it's built up among you students that nickname it Drunk Donald's. Hi. We're writing a story on the uh, McDonald's that might possibly be closing over there. Is there a GoFundMe? An employee we talked to also spoke to the importance of this Dinkytown staple. It'd be impossible if it did close. Why? Because we're the best thing on this campus. <laughs> and why is that? Because we got burgers and fries and we save lives. Others were not as disappointed. So, like, I'd rather, honestly, something else be there that's, like, more unique. Yeah, I'd probably just go to Taco Bell more, to be honest. We also heard some of the stories that make this McDonald's notorious. So, I really wanted some McDonald's. I had to be up in, like, four hours to take this exam. And I go in there, and there's this dude. He asked if he could do, like, a, like a, like a magic trick for me. So, he, like, whiffs out $10 and gives it to me. And he's like, okay, I'll be right back with a magic trick. He goes up to some dude. He's like, this dude stole $10 from me. And he started, like, screaming at people. 
And then he ended up getting kicked out and the police had to come. And I just wanted to go to sleep, but I got to keep the $10. And that's a, it's a pretty lame story, to be honest. But, like, that's like what I'll always think about Drunk Donald's in uh, Dinky Town. Not all the wild stories happen late at night, either. Okay. Yeah, I got one. Uh, I was at McDonald's at, like, 2 p.m., and I saw a guy walk in with a, fur, with a wolf pelt on his back and just ordering him a chicken with a wolf pack on his back for no reason. There was a head. It was like the full head of like a wolf on his back. So these stories don't exactly sing the praises of our beloved McDonald's. So why did students say they keep going there? Well, the cheap prices, the 3 a.m. Big Mac runs, and the drive-thru. And despite the many questionable stories, some highlights come up too. Um, I did get free ice cream, though, a number of times. They're very nice. Why? Why? Yeah, why? I don't know. Wow, that's really nice. That's you, probably why they're closing down, so. Yeah. <laughs> that's cute. They also have never charged me for ice cream. Right? They're like, no, just take it. I'm like, yeah. okay. And they, like, fill up the cone. They're like, do you want, like, Oreo chips on it and everything? And I'm like, yeah. Okay, remember that? I heard that in addition to talking to current students, uh, y'all also did a throwback interview with someone who used to hit up Mickey D's, like, way back in the day when it was still kind of new. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, my name is Randy Griffith, and uh, my graduating years were 82 to 85, so I graduated my master's degree at the University of Minnesota in 1985. Full disclosure, Randy is the dad of our campus activities editor, Michelle Griffith. Randy remembers the McDonald's as a special place for his class, especially in a time when the neighborhood didn't have the tall, dense apartments it does today. To us, it was unique because there were McDonald's, of course, all over the metro. But to us, it was unique because it was the only two-story McDonald's we had ever seen. So from that standpoint alone, it was fun. You just thought you were kind of special when you went up on the second floor. And um, for us, you know, for me especially, I'd get a snack there and I'd go up on the second level because it was quiet. And um, I got studying done up there. And just it was just a hangout to, to get things done that you had to get done. And of course, I had to get his reaction on its possible closure. In, in my mind, it was kind of like uh, almost like the heart of Dinky Town, you know, um, at the time. And it was just like it was a, a fond memory. So, you know, when you take away a fond memory, then you don't feel so good and you feel kind of sad. So that was my first reaction. A little bit sad. There is a chance McDonald's might come back, though, right? Yeah, maybe. And here's the rest of the used news. For the first time in university history, undergraduate students can enroll in a class all about cannabis. The Science of Cannabis, offered through the Department of Agronomy and Plant Genetics, debuts this fall. Students who take the class will hit topics like plant biology, hash out the legitimacy of state and federal drug regulations, and wax about marijuana's impact on society. 
Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry listed Cedar Riverside as one of six cultural districts he hoped to cultivate in his 2020 budget presentation. The proposal invests over a million dollars into the neighborhood for maintenance, building renovations, tourism, and art projects. Community leaders said they were hopeful that the budget could breathe new life into its streets and boost the local economy. And lastly, Varsity Bike and Transit, the steady rolling Dinkytown bike shop, will be closing up shop at the end of this month. The owner said the emergence of scooters and ride-sharing services has made survival a challenge for his brick-and-mortar bike store. Varsity has been open for 25 years. This week's episode was produced and edited by me, Luke Diamond, and was reported by my co-hosts, Tiffany Bui and Kendall Van Horn. Our intro music is by J.D. Duggan. Listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to read more about this story, check out Caitlin Anderson's wonderful reporting at imindaily.com. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And here's to a great school year.